Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas. That my Shopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E James podcast. And I got a question to ask you Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, uh, a.k.a. Friends of Fatherless Daughters on Instagram. And I believe that everyone can live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, to heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. So once again, welcome to the Deal to Heal uh, with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast uh, on all, uh, you can listen to us on all streaming platforms uh, for podcasts. Also check out our YouTube page, our Facebook page, subscribe, like, share, you know what to do. All right. Again, so once again, we are uh, into our second season. Season two, episode 24. And today, just like any other day, we're here and we're blessed with a guest. And our guest is our very own Miss Passion Roosevelt. How are you doing? I am wonderful, wonderful. Hello, everyone. All right, all right. I'm trying to work on my intro, right? (laughs) 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 Trying to make it all hyped up and stuff. (laughs) So first of all, let me say thank you. Uh, thank you for being on. Thank you for being the guest. Um, I know you could be doing anything else, but you are here with me. I definitely appreciate it. And I'm sure that my listeners will too. So first of all, let's just jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Well, first I want to say you're welcome. And I thank you for allowing me to come on your platform to share 
myself, my story, and my vision with you and your audience. I am very, very totally grateful. No now, now uh, who, who am I? I am Passion Peace Roosevelt. Uh, I'm what you call something like a entertainment octopus because I have my hands in so many things. I'm an actress, acting coach, filmmaker, speaker, life coach, director, producer, screenwriter, playwright, and it just go on and on and on. But one of the main things that I'm focusing on right now is um, voiceovers and doing my motivational speaking because that's what's calling me, especially since the pandemic started. That has that that's what's been calling me the most. But I'm also the CEO of Pisa Entertainment, which is a production company where we do plays and films and acting workshops. Oh man, you you not kidding? You're more than an octopus. You about like four octopuses in one. The tattoos and everything. <laughs> Man, you're the kind of person I need to know. I'm like, okay, let me write some of this stuff down. All right, all right. Well, you know what? So let's get into it. Uh, my first question uh, that I want to ask you about is uh, your name, right? Because I believe that uh, a person's name either defines them, right? Either you define your name or your name defines you, right? But at some point, you become one with your name. Right. So right. for instance, my name is Ernest. I didn't like the name Ernest growing up. Right. I didn't, I thought it was kind of different and it quite fit in, you know. And then when I was younger, the uh the movie series came out, Ernest came out, it was Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to Camp. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Right. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't like my name, right? But as I grow grew older and I looked into what uh Ernest actually means uh, by definition. And it, it's uh, one, it was three things that, it, that Webster said. It was serious uh, mental state, uh, impressive degree or, or amount and something of value, right? And so when I, when I think about that and even what I do now, I say I'm not really serious, but I do think a lot, right? I do think a lot and I do believe that I have value in what I say. And so, which leads me here to this platform where now I'm using my voice to speak on the things that I think and how I feel and, you know, give the value that I have to say. So I grew into my name, you know? So now when you say Ernest, it means something to me and I'm comfortable with right. that. And so now right. your name being passion, do you think that you kind of grew into your name or was that name was like, you know, passion and that's who you are. And then sometimes you know, maybe it was even some uh, instances that you had to remind yourself who you are. You're like, wait a minute, I know I'm going through this and that. And then be like, you know what? My name is Passion. You know what I'm saying? I got mm -hmm. this. So do you, what, do, what do, you, do you think you kind of grew into your name or did the name have to catch up with you because you already had the passion and you just <laughs> had to show it? Well, I first want to say that Passion is my, my real birth name because a lot of people are always say, well, what's your real name? Yes, my, my father named me Passion from birth. I came out the hospital with the birth certificate. Well, not the birth certificate, but the paperwork that says Passion. Um, growing up, I had some, some good moments with the name and then some aggravating moments because like I was saying, you have people who never believe that you're telling the truth about your name. So at times I even found myself having to pull out ID 
just to show people, yes, this is my name. And then they'll say, oh, you had it changed and everything. So I used to always, I had asked my mom, what did you want to name me? And she said, Crystal. So those times when the people who don't believe me, my name, I just say, well, you could just call me Crystal because I just didn't want to do the back and forth thing on trying to get someone to believe that is my real name. But 90% of the time, I loved it because it was always a conversation starter. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you will get people who say, is that your real name? And when I say, yes, that's my real name, they'll say, oh, that's totally awesome. That's a beautiful name. And, you know, you must be have a good life. And I'm able to talk about my life. I'm able to talk about the things that I'm doing currently. So I would say that my name has been more good, more great than it was bad. And it is times where um, I have to remind myself when I'm going through anything that I am passionate, I am full of love, I am full of care, and you know, and it, and it does push me. So I do love my name. Yeah, and, and that's why I said it, because just, just by uh, watching you, because I've been watching you, because uh, just so our, our listeners know, we are both a part of the Next Level Speaking Academy, which is, uh, it's not Academy. Is it Academy? Next yes, Level Speakers. Academy. It is Academy. Okay. Which is uh, led by Jeremy Anderson, right? Which we, uh, he, I'm not getting paid to say that, but <laughs> I'm a part <laughs> of it because I, because I believe in it. Maybe I, I hit Jeremy up later. But um, so we are a, a part of that. And and I, what I was saying was I, I follow you and I, and I watch you and just seeing that passion that you have you know, that's what sparked the, the conversation, you know, and then again, knowing my own story and how I felt about my own name, you know, I, I knew, cause I didn't get, I didn't get really uh, at a young age. I didn't start liking my name till I reached high school. And when I reached high school, I uh, learned about a writer named Ernest Hemingway and yeah. I grew up writing and reading as, as part of my family lineage. You know, we have a lot of writers and um, my mom and my dad definitely push reading. So we had a lot of reading, a lot of writing uh, writers in our family. So when I learned, oh, it's somebody named Ernest that's actually famous for being a writer. Then I was like, oh, OK, you know, and and so watching you and and seeing how much passion that you had. And I just knew that there's a, a connection with that. Like I said, you either, either your name kind of pushes you to who you want to be, or you set the standard and make your name mean something, you know? And so I'm right. glad to see and, and hear and watch how much passion that you have and how you use that to, to help others, especially the, the students that you come along, uh, that you come in contact with. Right. So, my my next question is, you know, with everything that you named uh, at the beginning, you're just talking about the things that you do, a, a producer, a, a writer, a speaker, I, I know that you, you've had to have uh, a, a, a press to be able to, you know, accomplish those things, right? You have to have something that's in, inside of you that's been pushing you to, you know, get to the level where you can, you know, develop those things and accomplish those things. And I know that you speak to students. So what would you say will be something that has helped you have that uh, passion, should I say, to press forward in your own dreams? And also something that you would tell your students that, you know, may help them to be fearless in their in their own pursuit of the dreams and accomplishments that they are, are looking forward to uh, 
to bring it to fruition. You just did a shameless plug on my shirt. Passion, the pursuit of going after your dreams. Oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> I know. I, I just said that. I was like, "Oh, look, he just said it." But yes, the reason why I I, I created the shirt and wear the shirt is so people could understand that when you have passion, I love telling people to do it with passion or not at all. And I'm not just saying my name. I'm talking about the passion that's within you, the passion that makes you care for that thing that you do. Because if you don't care for it or love it, you're not going to spend a lot of time doing it. You're going to waste your time. You're going to make so many excuses. So I always tell people, follow something that you care about. Follow something that you love doing because it don't matter what time of the day you wake up and, and, and have to do it you're going to do it without no excuses and growing up i'm gonna be honest with you my life was great the only thing that was missing in my life is my dad wasn't in the house so at an early age i started doing things in the entertainment industry i started doing the singing the dancing the modeling, the writing, the poetry, just to take my mind off of being hurt because the friends that I had around me, all of them had their dads and I didn't have mine. So to, to so I wouldn't think about it. I go and just join different entertainment things just to keep my mind focused off of that. And it's just so it's just so funny. I was good at majority everything that I was getting in that I will always get called to be the the captain, the leader, the 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 um you know just the the person that's in charge of it, and I kind of like that leadership role because I saw that when whenever I was in leadership, I knew I had whoever was in these groups that they was following me, and not to say like the typical follower, like no, they're learning from you. And I saw how it made people feel good when they was learning things to see that they can do it. Cause I've always been pushing people. I always been motivating people to greatness, as I say, ever since I was a young child. So to see th those reactions, that kind of fueled me. It gave me the fuel to keep going and to keep being great and to keep being the leader to sometimes I'll come and join something and just say, I'm gonna just be a member and this, you know, they'll come tap me on the shoulder and be like, can you help us? And I'd be like, wow, how did they even know? And I think it's because leaders carry themselves differently to you will be able to stand out from the average, even when you just trying to just chill and be a part of a crew. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I really like what you said just now with the leaders, because I really believe that you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a part of you that's as a leader, as someone who who uh, helps others or just in that space that people look for you. It's a part of you that sometimes you don't even recognize yourself. And another thing that, that I like that you mentioned is sometimes there are things in your life that you see as a negative. And those same things would turn out, turn around to be a positive. So how you not having your your father in your life, which is definitely uh, or in the house, should I say, which is definitely a negative. But that push you to get into other things in which you excel. Right. 
you know, and right. not only did you excel, but become a leader in those things and in those spaces. And I often think about my myself and I've always been self-conscious about my voice because I have a soft voice, you know, and growing up, I was always uh, taught, you know, judged about my voice, even as a as an adult. You know, I'm in construction. So you go on a construction site and you got a light voice and it's like, you know, say it with your chest. You know, you get all those jokes or whatever. And so I was always self-conscious about my voice. But now here I'm using that same voice, that same soft voice, you know, to be able to spread a message of, of hope and healing to people every day and to connect with people like your, yourself, you know, on this platform to help people. So that very same right. thing that was a negative has turned out to be one of the blessings in my life, you know, and the same thing like you uh, definitely unfortunate to not have your, your father under the same roof as you, but look how much character that built in you look at the things that, yes. that came from that. And those yes. are kind of things that I like to, to talk to people about and like to point out to people, you know, uh, I was listening to someone uh, earlier this week and I was having a conversation and I can't think of the name of the word, what it is, a rule of whatever it is. But what they were saying was there is nothing that is all good or all bad. Everything in right. life is good and bad, you know, right. and how you look at things and how you look at situations is going to determine what you get out of it. So if you look at a situation and you only look for the bad, then all you're going to see is the bad. And if you look at a situation and you only see the good, then you all, all you will see is the good. But it's to be able to have that, that mindset, to be able to look at a situation and make that choice to pull out the good in whatever it is, no matter how bad it is. Whatever it is, you can pull out the good in that. But that takes a different okay. type of mindset, right? It takes a different right. type of uh, person. And so when, when I think about mindset, I, I also think about another thing that I've heard to be said is your environment will change you before you change it, right? So the people that you're around and the spaces that you spend time in will have an effect on you before you can have an effect to change it. So if you, if you are a positive person or want to be a positive person, but you're always hanging around with negative people, they're going to affect you more mm -hmm. before you can affect them. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you have to remove yourself from that environment, you know, in order to change your mindset to become, you know, something else. And so I want to ask right. you when, when, when you're thinking about, or when someone asks us about mindset and the environments that they are in, how important do you think, uh, do you feel that your environment plays on the mindset that you have? Before I get to that, I want to tell you, as long as we can hear your voice, you have one of the best voices in the world because there's some people who do not even have a voice to even speak. So let us continue to hear your voice, okay? I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. And I received that. Yes, you, yes. Now, when it comes to mindset and environment that do play not if the most important role, it plays a very intricate part in your life because sometimes you can be somebody that likes to get A's or want to be the leader. But if you get around the wrong crowd, sometimes they say either you could get people to be like you, bring people up like you, or they could get they could bring you down like them. Don't even put yourself in those type of environments to even see 
how the seesaw is going to go. You want to go and be with those people who you know are pushing to success, who are trying to achieve greatness, who have goals, who have plans, who want to be able to say, um, I, I, I didn't like getting a D on my report card. I need to get a C or a B. Then here, if you have a crowd over here, be like, man, she's so dumb. That teacher dumb. She gave me a D. Man, forget her. That person is not trying to get any better. They just want to sit there and complain and blame something on somebody else. So I always tell, I have three daughters and all my, all my kids are teenagers. I'm always pushing them to greatness. Some teachers are even think I'm crazy sometimes that if they come home with like a B, I'd be setting up parent-teacher conferences and they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, mom, it's just a B. And I'd be like, yeah, but why it's not an A? So I need to find out where she's failing at or where she's struggling at so we could get that done. And when it becomes like environment, I was just telling my daughter this the day before yesterday. I had went to this smoothie place called Smoothie King and I took a book and I asked the people, I said, are y'all letting anybody in to like sit? And she was like, yeah. So I took my book, ordered me a smoothie, and I sat there for three hours and I was able to focus just reading this book. When I was telling my daughter, I've been trying to read that book for a couple of days, but the environments that I was in was distracting. So therefore, I read the same um, page over and over because something then took my mind. I done got distracted over here. Somebody then said something. Somebody over here playing music, somebody over here cursing. So I always tell people to put yourself in their environment where you could be successful, where you could progress and get to whatever goals that you're trying to achieve. Get around people who you see are doing some good things and either ask them, how do you do that? Can you, can you let me see what you're doing or can you teach me? And that's where the mentorships and, and, and things come involved. Don't be afraid to ask somebody, can they mentor you? Yeah, and I and I, I definitely agree with that 100%. And one of the things that I like to tell people also, because, you know, sometimes we get people who want to do better, right? And for whatever reason, they may be stuck in a certain environment, right? But then that's when I tell right. you, you have to create your environment, right? So even if you find a, a, a closet or, you know, a corner of the house behind the couch, like I used to do when I was little, you know, just get behind the couch and have your own space. You have to find a place and you create mm -hmm. the environment that you want to have, you know? So even if I, like I said, a closet, you have a closet, go inside that closet. You might put down your, your favorite uh, rug on the floor, put some little sticky notes on the wall, encouraging yourself, affirmations, you know, maybe you get some, some noise counseling ear, earphones and put those on so that you can listen to some, some, uh, some audible books or some motivation offline or, or, you know, YouTube or listen to some, some passion videos or something, you know what I mean? And just create that space within the, create the environment within the space that you're in, because everybody's not a, able to physically move from where they right. are to go to another environment but you can create the environment inside the space that you are right I, I exactly that's exactly my point you know uh uh your background uh, speaks values and i was noticing that when you came on i was looking at the background 
you know, but is that's exactly what I mean though, but creating that space or that, uh, yeah, that space within the environment that you're in, you know, you don't necessarily right. have to change a place because right. wherever you go, your mind goes. So if you change right. your mind, your mind can create your space of solitude in whatever environment that you're in, because just because you're in that environment doesn't mean you have to be of that environment. You can change. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And you have to know what you want. You have to know what you want and try to create that for you. Even, you know, people, some people don't believe in the power of manifestation. I, I teach the power of manifestation. I always ask a person what it is that you desire. Where Where's the destination that you're trying to go? Because if you don't have a destination on where you're trying to go, then you just drive anywhere. You just driving, you just in a car driving, burning gas, doing nothing. So when you see affirmations and pictures and vision boards behind me or all over these walls, that's me telling you my journey. That's me telling you where I want to go, how I want to live, how I want to feel, who I want to be around. And those things just start coming too. They start coming too. So like you said, if, you're, if you can't physically go to another environment, then you create it yourself. You create it yourself. If you say, I want to, I want my own office, then get some pictures of an office. It's not saying that you, you're saying you want your office to look exactly like that. In your mindset, when you look at those pictures, you, you think office. That's what I want my office to be like. These are the type of chairs that I want. These are the type of clothes that I want to wear. These are the type of people that I want to be around. This is what I would love somebody to tell me. Like I have, I have around me, like it's just words saying congratulations and it's saying good morning boss. Like I want somebody to say good morning boss because, well, I am a boss, but you want somebody to say good morning boss. You want them to say, have a great day. You want them to say, congratulations. You want another one. I, we, I don't even know what another one is, but if I want a person, I'm glad that they telling me I want another one. Right, you know, so right. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and and I and I agree with that. You know, again, like you said, building that that space within uh, the place that you're in, and definitely with affirmations and and with um, vision boards. I, a lot of times, people kind of think it's kind of overrated. You know, like you said, some people don't agree with it. I definitely do. I actually had a a vision board party. Uh, I hosted at my house with my small entrepreneurs group that I that I have, and we sat down and we made up our vision boards of where we wanted to be uh, in our vision and in our lives. And I was looking at actually looking at my vision board um, not too long ago. And, you know, as, as well as the Lord say the same, most of the things that's on my vision board, I will have accomplished by the end of this year, you know? And right. so, but it's having that vision to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, what it is right. that you want, what is the goal? You know, and I like what you said about, you know, not having direction and just going any other way, because I, I also teach a, a a male mentoring program. And one of the things that I teach is uh, what is your plan? And plan is an acronym, which stands for a procedure leading away from nothingness. Like, so what is your plan? Because if you don't have a plan, you just going to go whichever way the wind blow. 
you know, something right. happens, oh, well, I'm going to go this way. Something happened, I'm going to go this way. And then before you know it, you end up somewhere that you don't want to be, you know. And so right. you have to have a plan. You have to have a vision, you know, for your life, for what it is that you want to do and, you know, how you want to get there. How do you expect to get there? You know, and, and on this journey that uh, that we're on, another thing that I'm finding is that you, you can't do it alone. And you mentioned it earlier about getting a coach you know, getting someone to walk with you. And that's why I believe that this platform and platforms like it is so important. And also people like you that is spreading that message that you can come in contact with, you know, to let you know, let a person know that you're not alone. And I believe that right. that's, that's very important, you know, to be able to connect with someone and really just let them know that they're not on that journey by themselves. And I know that that's right. something that also that you believe in. So why why would you say, or what do you think uh, is so important or that main it factor that you get from helping somebody else to achieve their goals outside of you just achieving yours? Because there's so many people that sometimes have that uh, crabs in a bucket mentality. And it's like, yeah, I'm of getting course. mine but I don't want to help nobody else get theirs. But it takes another type of person that says, you know what? I I want to get to the mountaintop, but I don't want to be up there by myself. So let me help right. as many people get there as I go, you know, so that when I get there, I have company, you know? And so what would you, why do you think that that is so important to you to be able to go forth and spread your message and encourage other people, you know, to not only be on their own journey, but that you're willing to share that journey with them. A part of my goals is to help someone else achieve theirs. To me, that's just a part of my life. That's just who I am. Like it just come natural for me. Like if, if, if I'm on Facebook and I see somebody saying that they want to write a book, I write in the comments, what's stopping you? Next thing you know, I'm in there, I'm in their inbox or they'll be in my inbox and say, Thank you for just that little push. Thank you for saying that. And then next thing you know, we're just talking to each other back and forth. They're looking at what I'm doing. I'm looking at what they're doing. Next thing you know, it's a friendship. We're accountability partners. So it's just something so as simple as just what we call cheering somebody on. Because you never know. They may have some nobody in their life that's doing anything like that. So just for you to say congratulations or I'm happy to see you doing that. Don't give up. Hold your head up. You know, just little simple things like that. People really, that really um, touches someone's heart. Because I have a young lady, and that's why I pause for a moment, because I have a young lady who comes in my inbox a lot. And sometimes she just be wanting to say, hey, how you doing today? Just so I can say, I'm great. How are you doing today? Just so she can have someone to ask, ask her how she's doing. You know, and people people don't believe that it's people out here that don't even get somebody to say hi to them. So if I feel like that's helping you, I'm going to do it. If I see you smiling and I, if I see you saying thank you and you're welcome and everything, I'm going to keep doing that. Sometimes I feel like I'm an um, investigator. Like I go on social media looking to see who needs some cheering up today. <laughs> you know, it just, I be going on the timeline just to see. And one thing about me, I always, I'm a firm believer in doing to others as you want them to do unto you. So when I see somebody saying they 
they did something, I'm gonna say congratulations, high five, you did that because I would want somebody saying that back to me. So like I say, it comes natural for me. It don't come natural for a lot of people. Some people, um, especially those who are introverts, it's hard for them to open up and allow themselves to even talk to somebody like that. But that's because your mindset is telling you that you have to have a whole paragraph ready to talk and say something. And like I say, sometimes it's just as easy as saying high five or congratulations or I'm glad you stuck it out or you got this. It's something as simple as that. And that will begin to open you up to be able to achieve what you're going through. Because now you you were just being nice. You got your accountability partner because they'll say, well, I see that you on a weight loss journey. Have you ever tried this? I did this and I was able to lose this. They see, you know, they're giving you a whole plan right <laughs> wait when you was just trying to do it by yourself but you won't know anything if you don't open yourself up to be just nice to somebody right and and i i feel you one 100 and i know that that's definitely something that i try to instill with me because i'm kind of one of those introverts it don't seem like it when i get behind <laughs> the mic but <laughs> i i my thing is i have a thing with introductions right? Like introducing myself to somebody, that's hard for me. But once that's, that icebreaker is done and we actually start talking, then I, I got it from there, you know? So it's finding those little things. So what I found to help me is a smile. So I'll smile at somebody. And generally when I smile, they'll smile, smile back and they may say hello first. So then once they right. say hello, okay, boom, I'm in there, you know? And so it's finding those little things. And, and even with that, just that smile to smile at someone, you know, you never know what they're going through. So whether it's a smile, whether it's a hi, how you doing, uh, whether it's those words of encouragement that, you know, they may need, have a good day, be encouraged, you can do it, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. It may be, it may seem little, it may seem right. little, but when you don't hear it and when you don't have that encouragement, you never know, you know, what that person is going through. I was listening to a, um, a podcast uh, earlier this week, and it was a, uh, I think it was an artist, a uh, recording artist. And he was saying, he was talking about, um, he was going through so much uh, by him being the breadwinner and taking care of his family mm -hmm. and taking care of, you know, his extended family and other people, whatever, that he didn't feel appreciated because he's doing all of this for so many people, but nobody's taking out the time to say thank you. Nobody's taking out the time to show him how much he was appreciated. And so it got to the point that he actually thought, you know what, I'm going to take my own life because I'm ready to go. Mm. And he made out his plan and was going through with this plan to take his own life. And it just happened that part of his plan was he, he went to work out because he said he wanted to look good at the end, you know. And so he went and worked out. He went to the gym, worked out. He got done working out, took a shower, put on his best clothes. And as he was going to walk out of the gym, a young man walked up to him and started a conversation with him. And the young man was saying, thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for your music because your music has gotten me through so many, you know, so many bad days or whatever. And he told him, he said, man, you just said that to me. And I was literally on my way to end my life. And he said, the gentleman that he said that to hugged them and just started crying and said, please don't do that because you are a ray of hope for so many other people that you will never meet. 
you know, and if right. you do that, and that's showing us that we have no hope. And it was from that conversation that he had with that young man that helped him to keep going to the point that where he's at now, still pressing through and still making a difference. So we never know how much our, our presence, how much our voice, how much just a, a general um, uh, introduction or a general compliment can mean so right. much to so many other people. And so I definitely want to say thank you for the work that you do, Passion. Thank you for taking out the time to go to these schools, to, to talk to these students. And even the other people that you come in contact with, you know, like you said, just going down that that timeline. Because we we're friends on Facebook now, so you might you might see me <laughs> and one, I might need some encouragement. So I, I appreciate just the fact that I know that you're there, whether you say something or not. And I thank you for right. all the work that you do. Oh, you just made my heart smile. <laughs> well, I, I Listen. thank you. Listen, I am totally grateful. And be before we end this or go further, it was something that you were saying, like the young man said, that he was used to being the, the strong one and reaching mm -hmm. out to people. That Well, that is me. I'm the one that's normally the, the strong person trying to find out what's going on with people. How can I help? So sometimes I'm like, why nobody's calling to check up on me? Why nobody ain't saying how? What do I need? Or what is going on and it comes it comes a time where you have to ask yourself what is what is it that you want somebody to say and if everything that you want somebody else to say just say it to yourself if you want somebody to say hey how you doing today you just tell yourself i feel good today i feel great today or i feel sad today and if you feel sad then ask yourself why do you feel sad and then once you figure out why do you feel sad, you ask yourself, how do you, how did you get there? And it goes back to the mindset. Okay, I feel sad today because I cheated on my diet. So now what do you have to do? You have to go and be more disciplined and so you won't cheat again. So you won't feel sad. And so you won't start needing all these expectations from other people to make you feel happy. So when I ask people how they doing and they say stuff like, uh, if I say, hey, Ernest, how you doing? And you say, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm good. I'm like, so what is that we do that make that make you feel awesome, amazing, vibrant, excited, you know? And then you see how you smiling now? <laughs> right, right. That's what it starts doing. That's exactly what it starts doing to the other person because you're you're giving them that fuel that they need because they thought by them saying that they was okay and fine and good that they were good but you like no you could be better than good you could be great you could be amazing you could be terrific you could be fabulous you know so now they get in all that energy and now they're able to be those things that are better than okay good and fine right right man and you know i wanted to, i wanted to speak to something real quick that you said because you said you you were or uh, you are oftentimes that strong person. And I was listening to a, a podcast uh, not too long ago, and there was a lady that was speaking, and she said something that I think is very powerful, especially for our women. And she said, don't call me a strong Black woman because it's not a compliment. And what she said was, because when you think about strong, she gave the analogy, when you if you had a load that you wanted to carry, and you, know, you was thinking of an animal that you wanted to carry it, 
what would you what kind of animal would you think of and most of the people said elephant and they said why then they said because the elephant could carry the weight because the elephant is strong and so she was saying so when you constantly saying or putting out the uh the wording that you are a strong black woman or a strong woman period nobody comes to the aid of the strong person you know because they always think that they got it so she said, don't call me a strong black woman. Call me a, just a woman. You know, I'm not into independent. She said she's intradependent. I think that was the word that she used. But the, yeah. the point of it all was, you know, I, I'm strong, but I don't want you to think that I'm so strong that I don't need help. Because there are right. times that I feel weak. That are, there are times right. that I need to be encouraged. There are times that right. I need to be lifted up as well. So that's one thing we have to make sure that we do, especially as, as leaders and uh, people uh, of influence, that we have to sometimes take out the time to make sure that we're checking on each other. Because oftentimes, yeah. because we're the leader, and because we're the ones that's uplifting everybody else, nobody else is thinking that we need to be uplifted. You know, so right. sometimes we have to take that step to look out for one another. You know, sometimes I might have to hit passion up on on a DM, <laughs> like, "Hey, how you doing today? You still got that passion? You still got that fire?" <laughs> All right. All right. You know, so I just want to say again, passion. I thank you so very much for being on. Thank I thank you. you. That you do. So before we get out of here, um, just let the listeners know if you have any kind of programs or anything that you that you uh, want to um acknowledge or and also give them your social media handles let them know how they can get in contact with you to find you and to work with you oh well first you could go to my website that's is, is simple passionroosevelt.com you'll be able to read about me you'll be also able to um join my my newsletter so when i do have my courses and and merch on sale and everything you'll be the first to get it I am creating a course right now that will be available, I want to say, either in March or no later than April. So, like I said, if you go on the website and you sign up for the newsletter, you'll definitely be the first, first people to get the information for that. But in the meantime, I'm always on Instagram at Passion Roosevelt one I'm on Facebook, the same thing, Passion Roosevelt one that's my like page. YouTube, Passion Roosevelt, and now TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, Passion Roosevelt. TikTok has allowed me to, to bring my goofy side back out a little bit. Still motivating the masses, but still be able to bring some of that goofiness to make you smile and enjoy life. Right, right. All right, all right. Again, that's uh that's passion, that's her information. Make sure y'all list, listen, like, and share all of her handles. I thank you guys for tuning in to the deal to heal with E Jane's podcast, uh, where we're on a mission to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Until next time, we will see you later. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right, see you in a minute. 
Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify.com remember our mission is to help you to deal heal and fulfill deal with your problem heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose thanks for listening